It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast is sponsored in part by Holy Grail Clothing Company, an American lifestyle brand presented by the Regal Brand Incorporated. Discover high-quality handcrafted essentials from their collections for men, women, and children. Podcast subscribers can take 15% off their entire purchase with discount code HEARDTHAT15. That's H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5 when they shop the virtual retail store at HolyGrailClothingCompany.com. That's HolyGrailClothingCO.com. Holy Grail Clothing Company, wear your crown. I absolutely love doing volunteer service. I have met the most amazing people and some extraordinary kids as well. The cool thing that kids will always ask for when I am volunteering is books, if we have books available for them to take home because their passion and love for reading. There's an amazing author out there by the name of Trevor Romaine who has such cool books for kids that are fun and awesome with simple stories that kids can relate to and parents as well. The Trevor Romaine Company has a diverse collection of social and emotional learning resources to help children and their families become healthier, happier, and more confident. All heard that, listeners. If you go on trevorromaine.com today, you get an exclusive 15% off your complete order by using the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-5, at trevorromaine.com. Trevor Romaine, no E at the end of Romaine, Dot com today. What's up, Heard That Nation, listening in the United States and around the world? It's that time. It is that time of year. It's that time of people to get excited about Team USA representing our country. And it's been a crazy one. Uh, this was supposed to happen last year. But when you hear this song and this theme music come on, you gotta get excited. I mean, I am. I'm pretty excited, despite the fact that I did have my doubts. I didn't even think it was gonna happen this year. 
uh, with the rising cases of COVID that was happening. Again, we're still in the middle of, of a pandemic. Uh, and seeing the cases, unfortunately, go right back up. There was that last count before these games even started. It was hitting in the 70s, close to 80 cases. Um, and I talked about it on, on my last show of um, uh, certain athletes that had to drop out, uh, unfortunately, due to COVID. But the show did go on. It went through opening ceremony, introducing all the uh, countries that are participating. I believe the United States has 619th at 19 athletes. Uh, the second largest group, I believe the, the highest group is either Japan or China. Some, one of them has 631, uh, I believe it's China, 631 athletes that is representing uh, their country as well. And so far, uh, things have just been so exciting for, there's so many great stories that are out there. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on uh, in the podcast show of you know some history that was made for uh, some people and some countries, um, but you you gotta if you've been following it and many people have you know, got up real early this morning. Uh, there was a bit of unfortunate breaking news that did break out uh, that come out this morning of the withdrawal of Simone Biles. She was supposed to compete. Uh, this was day two for the women's team. And they were supposed to compete in, she was supposed to be part of the team and compete in the all, not the all around, but the team events and withdrew after the first event. And I was watching a little bit this morning. I did get up early to see some of it, uh, you know, racing the sleep out of my eye and, and just seeing, uh, you know, what our ladies are going to do. And it just, the way that she uh, landed, I believe it was the vault that she uh, was running on, it just the way that she landed, it just did not look right. And seeing uh, from day one of the event and just some uncharacteristic landings that she had when she did the floor exercise and had two feet out of bounds, um, I've never seen her do that and everything. And so she uh, withdrew from the team event and I mean, it's, I mean, all, all kinds of shock, like even though that there's no spectators going on in there, Simone Biles, if you follow her, is the GOAT. She, she is the GOAT when it comes to the gymnastics, one of the greatest ones of all time. Uh, her resume just speaks volumes. And I mean, just numerous amount of times that she has, and I'm pulling it up right now, numerous amount of times uh, that she has one, I'll even give you a few of her long, lengthy resume. Like, I'm looking at it right now. It's just uh, absolutely amazing. She has uh, four, like five, like six medals from the Olympic Games. She won one today, and I'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, four from the Olympic Games, 19 world championships, two Pacific Rim championship medals, uh, FIG all-around World Cup. Uh, she's got 27 golds, five silvers, th four bronze from all the stuff that I listed. Uh, she has been athlete of the year on so many magazines, uh, ESPN, ESPYs, you name it. She's been on there. Uh, the previous event before coming to the, these Olympic Games, she has the um, little symbol of the goat, as she is, of, of gymnastics on her um, uh, gymnastic leotard. And she withdrew from the, the games and people were scrambling around wondering what was happening. It was, was it because of injury? Uh, we did get a clarification, all the media folk, and I was watching the Today Show, um, Today Third Hour, Hoda Kotb is there for uh, NBC. And it was a, a clarification on Simone's end that it was not 
an injury. She's perfectly fine to, for her to be part of the all-around and individual events is, is um, uncertain. It remains to be seen. She uh, pulled out, stumbled on the vault, pulled out of the rest of the event, and you know, cited mental health. And it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure that she was facing. She put something on her Instagram page. I follow her on Instagram. You know, saying you know, there's a lot of pressure that I've been dealing with. You know, but you know, it comes with the, you know, her being up there, but just you know, just feeling the weight of all of that on her shoulders and pushing through. You know, and then ended it with like, LOL, haha. But you don't know what these athletes are going through, especially when all eyes are on her, you know, and Team USA and what they're, you know, these ladies are going to do and that they're going to repeat as gold medal um, champions like they did in Rio. All of that pressure, it, it was on her. And you could see that when she was trying to do the vault and the way she landed, she did land a little awkwardly, but it's just like she, to me, and this is, you know, outside looking in, and I don't know if anybody else picked up that vibe because, you know, I just love reading people's comments and what they say, but she, to me, just did not look like she, it just, it just like her men, her mental was cracked. Uh, and not the, the tough Simone that we, used to see in various events in the previous Olympics and the world championships and all that. Um, she did very well. I don't know if she was, you know, going through uh, a mental health issue at the time, but she's been very well suppressing all of that. And so it, it caught up with her, unfortunately here. And so she withdrew with the beauty of her teammates just rallying around her. And then she, you know, putting on her, um, warm up and then cheering the rest of the team on. And these ladies did an incredible job pulling through Jordan Childs. I mean, you got to go back and look at it. She did an absolute amazing job on the beam. Just, I mean, just lights out on the beam. Uh, and for them to rally and to make it and to win a silver medal. Uh, yes, they were the favorites to win gold. The Russian Olympic uh, uh, committee, they ended up winning the gold medal. And then Great Britain came in in the bronze medal. But for these ladies, just to rally around her, Simone to be the cheerleader and keep cheering these ladies on, it, it, it was absolutely amazing to see. Uh, I think, and I hope that she felt the support of so many people. And for, you know, someone that's well-known and famous uh, and having her platform, and we saw it with Naomi Osaka uh, earlier before she, uh, with the several events that was going on on the tennis schedule uh, pulling out and withdrawing due to mental health issues and everything else. Again, I, I said this, and I said this on, on Twitter this morning, that mental health is an injury. It is an injury. And, and people think that, you know, injuries has always got to be physical. The mental also gets attacked, and people need to realize that as well. And that's why I said on my show that I'm committed to having experts on here as well as people talk about mental health and wellness. And for Simone Biles to talk about what she had gone through and, and the reason why she withdrew, uh, I, I applaud her. I applaud her and I applaud these ladies of Team USA um, stepping up and, and, and you know rallying around her. But she told Hoda Kotb, as I said on today's show, she said, physically, I'm, I feel good. I'm in shape. Emotionally, it varies on time to time and moment. Coming to the Olympics and being head star isn't an easy feat. Um, she went on to explain that, you know, that she's so proud of the, the girls and them stepping up 
and they are just, they're so incredibly talented. They stepped up when I couldn't. Thanks for being there for me and having my back forever. Love y'all. She wrote on her Instagram post. Uh, so, you know, again, these ladies rallied around her and, you know, just knocked it out of the park the best they could. And I, I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. You do, you know, you got some people out there that's going to say what they're going to say and be negative about it. And that always comes the case, you know, no, some people don't want to be supportive and everything else, you know, and I guess, I guess they didn't get hugs as a child or whatever cases. I don't know. But uh, her talking about, you know, her mental health and where she is at currently in this in the state, um, you know, maybe we'll see her in the in the um, all around in competing for more medals. We're not sure. But the important thing is for her to take care of herself, take care of her mental that's the most important thing. Medals are secondary. She's already a champion in my eyes and many people that had commented this morning, which is the number one trending topic on Twitter right now, is her withdrawing from these uh, Olympic Games and the team event. So Simone Biles, you listen to this wonderful show here, live from my kitchen table. You know, somebody, uh, you know, send her all the love and the well wishes because she deserves it. Uh, greatest of all time. The, the rest of the ladies that was there, Grace and Jordan, um, and I'm forgetting one name that that was part of it. Um, um, Sun, Suni, Suni Lee, uh, her her she was absolutely amazing too. Um, they they were outstanding and well deserving. Bravo uh, to those ladies and and what they did. And bravo to Simone Biles for talking about um, where her mental space and mental health is at at this time and praying that she gets better. Naomi Osaka. Uh, was a favorite um, for Japan to win the gold medal, got eliminated in straight sets today, which was another shocking um, upset. I believe it was 6-3, 6-4 she had lost this morning uh, on her way to the gold uh, for Japan. And, um, you know, she felt good. They were talking about, you know, that she was disappointed in her results as well. But, you know, to go and represent her, her, her country of Japan um, at everything to her. Yeah, she lost 6-1, 6-4. Six, six, uh, some uncharacteristics. I got to catch a little bit of that, but uh, just some uncharacteristic um, double faults and stuff that you're not used to seeing Naomi Osaka do. Um, you know, you're just used to her dominating the opponent. Uh, it just did not happen in this one uh, against uh, the opponent that she had, and I am not even going to try to. I know it's Marquita uh, Vondrasova from the Czech Republic. Hopefully I got it right. Um, that uh, upset her in the uh, the match today. So uh, she said she felt she felt a little bit out of her body. Um, she was not happy with her serve and everything else. So and this is like hours after the number one in the world, Ashley Barty, uh, was eliminated as well, which was a uh, very surprising. So you got some names that many people are not familiar with that are making their statement here at these Olympic games. So it's, 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 it isn't your, your typical household names that you think is going to be a slam dunk to get these medals. We're seeing it more in the pools and we're seeing it, um, in, in various sports, uh, that you think that somebody's going to get that gold medal. Saw it the other night, uh, with the 17 year old, uh, teen out of Alaska. This was the event that was favored for Lily King. And I'm pulling it up right now. and just, I, I, I was I was stunned because I never heard of the the young lady that was uh, in this event. I want to say the 100 uh, 100 free, I believe it was. 
I believe that that's what it was. Uh, I believe that, no, it was a 100-meter breaststroke. That's what it was. 100-meter breaststroke, which was one of the signature events that Lily King uh, was known for, but she was upset uh, by a 17-year-old teen out of Alaska, Lydia Jacoby. Um, so the Americans in that event went one and three. And it was the coolest thing. You have to look it up when you get a chance to. And NBC was basically re replaying this like a loop. But uh, Lily, Lydia, sorry, Lydia Jacoby's uh, team of Seward, Art, uh, Alaska, and this, it looked like a, uh, an event center or wherever they were at. And all of them, they just went absolute wild. And me telling you, it, it brings no flair. You just have to pull it up. Uh, Lydia Jacoby, L-Y-D-I-A uh, Jacoby. Uh, it felt like the whole city uh, town of Seward, Alaska was there and they were just cheering her on signs. Uh, the phone number ones go Lydia, pins, just uh, the, the roar of the crowd. It was like the, they were the trending uh, topic on Twitter as well. It, just the excitement that they had for her um, winning gold medal. It, it, it was it was absolutely, uh, uh, absolutely amazing. So, um, you know, shout out to uh, Lydia Jacoby. And shout out to Lily King because still she's the best in my in my eyes. The big thing I want to talk about that everyone's been talking about and I'm seeing it on the media outlets is the men's United States basketball team and it's some concerns about them going into these Olympic Games. They had lost in Nigeria. They had lost to Australia. Um, and they look like, you know, once they flew in, you know, um, the three other people that needed Booker, uh, Chris Middleton, um, and Drew Holiday were also at on this team. And mind you, the finals just ended, and um, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton were celebrating with the Milwaukee Bucks and their parade and everything. So they all came in, uh, played France, looked pretty good in the in the beginning of it, but uh, Ryan Fournier just outscored everyone. On, on Team USA, and, and, and I think he ended up with close to 30 points, but he was just unstoppable on that floor. And at times, USA would respond, but it just looked like that they were just completely lost. And uh, it, it was, it was, for me, it was, it was not surprising. Um, they, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it just, it looked, it looked concerning. They look concerning. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I was listening to some of the the, the sports uh, professionals, if you will. Colin Cowherd thought that they would get at least, you know, a silver medal, and it's a possibility that they could do so, you know, if they turn around and make this the Team USA that we all, you know, are familiar with. But I just think that now they're, they're, they're beatable. I mean, we saw that before. If you, you follow basketball, they're, they're beatable. They have that target on their back. They look like that. They are a team that just got put together. And, um, I, I, I don't know. There, there is no more dream team. There's no super team. I wish people would stop saying that. That just irks me to the utmost. It, it's, it's anybody. I believe it's anybody's medal now. Um, Luca for Slovenia played amazing with 48 points the other night. 
Um, you got these teams that are not scared of the United States, let alone this team that's right here. Uh, we've had, I talked about it on the previous show, Bradley Beal, Kevin Love being out and being replaced by two other players. Normally they are not starters. They come right off the bench. Uh, so that's, you know, it was, it was a concerning issue for me or who was going over there. Plus the ones that we would normally see that had that quote unquote star, uh, not star potential, but you're used to seeing them easily go in there, kick tail, take names on the court, boom, USA gets that gold medal. I'm not so sure about this. I don't even know if they're going to be in the top three. Um, you know, you got a hungry Spain out there. You got Nigeria. You got, you know, Australia. You got Slovenia. You got any of these teams that can go, come and just challenge the United States men's team. Um I don't know. Uh, is there plenty of blame to go around? Yes. Every single one of those players and the coaches have to do something to turn this uh, situation around to where the United States needs to, to make the next game. They need to win it, and, and there should be no excuses about it. So we'll just see what happens. I mean, they got KD. Uh, they got Devin Booker. Um, you know, they got Damian Lillard, who looked you know, quite impressive uh, against France. Um, but they, they were just too tough. You let one person from France and, you know, and, uh, Rudy Gobert also was a, you know, a, an effect, a factor for France, but this, this team, the body language does not lie. And so either the exhaustion, the, the travel for some of them, um, you know, because some of them, it was like three of them that, you know, played in the finals, the NBA finals. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so Greg Popovich hopefully will pull that magic rabbit out of the hat and come up with something for this team because, I don't know, there's just concern all the way around. I was going to leave it at that. I'm not going to continue to, to beat up that team. But if they drop 0-2, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, on this end of the microphone, will not be surprised if they do so. Uh, another one that I did watch this morning, the unfortunate heartbreak of the U.S. women's softball team. They looked good, looked impressive, played Japan the other night, beat them on a walk-off 2-1. They were playing today in the gold medal match. Unfortunately, uh, Japan had the ups today and uh, had the hits today, and they took um, the gold medal today to, uh, till zero, two to 0 There we go. And the uh, United States took silver. Canada took bronze. And so disappointing, these ladies came so far, and I'm still proud of them. They did uh, very well, uh, just that Japan did a little bit better uh, with, with that event, and they take home the gold medal. And then you got these uh, cool events, and I've been checking it out because there's a lot of times where I don't get the opportunity to see some of these events that uh, people have watched and they're fascinated with. I have become a little intrigued by handball. Uh, I was watching a few of the teams the other day, and I, I didn't, one, I'm sorry to say, for those that are handballers out there and know about the sport, sorry, I did not know about handball. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know it existed. Uh, so that was quite fascinating to watch. Uh, it kind of reminded me of water polo, but on, you know, a court and kind of like, you know, basketball techniques, like there's a little bit of basketball you know, with the defense, and then you got this, uh, uh, it looked like the size of a tennis ball, so to speak. I mean, people can correct me and let me know the dy dynamiter of the ball itself, but uh, you got the person that is blocking that 
uh, that handball, uh, the ball from the net, which I don't know how in the world. And it, when I was watching some of these games, I was like, gosh, if this person that's blocking the goal, and mind you, they don't have any kind of padding. So they don't have no face protector. They don't have nothing. So it's kind of like soccer where you're just vulnerable right in the middle of that net and you're just doing your best to block out this small little uh, tennis-sized ball. Uh, it could be a little bit bigger than, you know, somebody let me know. But I, I'm blown away by... I haven't seen anybody that's blocking the net get hit in the face with that thing because the, the way that they're throwing it is, is absolutely hard. So kudos to the person that is blocking the net from the opponent. Shouts out to you. I, I don't know how you handle it. I don't know. I just, you know, I don't know how many bruises you've gotten or anything else, but hopefully people continue to stay safe from that. And that's just, that's just wild to me, man. Like that, that whole entire game is just wild to me. Then we got surfing uh, that's new to the sport. We got skateboarding that's new. Um, and uh, I believe there was, um, wall climbing. It was a wall climbing event that's going to start in the next few days. Uh, so it, it is, it's just all kinds of uh, different events. The ones that obviously there's ones that we're always used to and everybody gathers around their TV sets for and, and everything else. But, you know, shout out to those events uh, that are happening that just got introduced. And shout out to the United States women. Uh, they did win gold in women's surfing. So that's awesome. And I don't want to mess her name up. I believe it's Carissa Davis that won it uh, for the, the surfing. And it was awesome. They were, the commentators are so amazing. They were all into what was happening on, on the waves and everything else. And I'm like, I, I have no idea what this is all about. Carissa Moore, I'm so sorry. I said Davis. Carissa Moore won it for the United States. And in South Africa, won uh, silver. And in Japan, won bronze. So um, that was pretty cool to see her uh, win the gold medal first of this uh, kind because this is introducing the surfing uh, sport uh, in these Olympic Games. So cool. So, um, and then I don't know what else they're going to bring to the Olympics. It is so funny. They were asking, I saw a question on Twitter of what would you like to have seen, what would you like to see in future Olympic Games uh, be brought on as a sport? And I couldn't believe it. The number one answer that I saw people, <laughs> people, that people talked about was bridge, a bridge tournament in Olympics. Honey, what in the world is bridge? First of all, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it'll bring the same kind of flair, but it was amazing to me how many people wanted bridge to be part of the Olympic sport. That is hilarious to me. Bridge. Okay, so I guess uh, that'll be my homework assignment. I just got to look up uh, the game of bridge and, and check it out. But anyways, uh, the United States right now leads with 25 medals, nine of them being gold, eight of them silver, eight of them bronze. Uh, right behind is China. They got 21 so far, um, nine golds, five silvers, seven bronze medals. And then you got Japan and the Russian Olympic committee, uh, both with 18, and then you have Great Britain right there at 13. Um, some amazing, amazing feel-good stories that have come so far out of these Olympics has come from two countries. Uh, one is from Bermuda, and one is from the Philippines. Um, it was my first time 
watching the uh, women's weightlifting. Um, it, it, I, I've never seen it. I mean, I've, I've saw like previews of it, but it was actually, you know, watching the actual event of these women. I happened to see the, the, the women compete, uh, in this one, it was, um, for the 55 kilogram and they were breaking all these, you know, kilograms and, and all these mathematical issues. I'm just like, I, you lost me on that. Just someone's clean jerk the bar over their heads, got to stand, you know, stand there for a few seconds. And then they, you know, beep if it's an actual, you know, clean lift, uh, from there. I just, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know all of that, but, uh, this, this amazing, amazing person, um, from the Philippines, Hadilin, Hadilin, I hope I said that, Hadilin Diaz, um, the Philippines has never won a gold medal in the existence that they've been participating in the, in the Olympic games in any sport. They've never won a gold medal. She was in Rio in 2016, uh, and won a medal there, but no gold medal has won in this country until she did, uh, the other day, I believe it was yesterday or two days ago. She did of 127 kilograms, which is an Olympic record. Um, they, the Philippines won their first bronze medal in, in 1928. Um, and then, uh, you know, every so often, I think the next one they, uh, it mentioned in the article about 36 to 40 years later that they had won their next, uh, uh, medal. So they're not the kind of country that would, you know, often win one every four years, but close to a hundred years later that, uh, Ms. Diaz, Diaz, sorry, Ms. Diaz would go and get the first gold medal of any kind of any sport for the country of Philippines. And when I tell you, I, it takes a lot for me with these Olympic games, you know, I'll, I'll be cheering and rooting people on, but I love I'm a sucker for a really good, feel-good story. And for, for Miss Diaz to go and to do something historic for her country and in her reaction after she you know, broke the Olympic record and lifted the 127 um, you know, kilograms, as they said, meters, kilograms, uh, kilograms over her head. Uh, she you know, narrowed out the uh, one that was representing... Um, China that was very good. Uh, I believe that she said she they uh, Liao Queenin Queen Yun of China. I believe she was a uh, uh, she won gold in Rio. I believe and had a, um, a championship record in the fifty five kilograms uh, weight class for women. And her reaction, her team going crazy, tears, hugs, shock. Uh, thanking God, thanking the country, the Philippines. When they did the medal ceremony, I'm like boohooing my eyes out because this this girl just did something epic for her country. And you know, she's sobbing, I'm sobbing. I'm like, why am I sobbing in here right now over my dinner plate? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, you know, it just her holding the medal and it, it close to her. It just you know saying affirmations about how, you know, that people, you know, she, she believed in herself and that anybody that is out to achieve a dream to, you know, do, you know, don't give up on your dreams, you know, go for it and everything else. And, you know, here's me in front of this TV. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna make it happen. And, 
Um, it was such an amazing moment, and I'm so happy for that country. Close to 100 years it took them. Somebody uh, won a gold medal for them, and, and that was absolutely amazing. And then you got uh, Bermuda, the country of Bermuda, never won a gold medal in any of their um, races whatsoever. And then here's me watching the women's triathlon uh, and you know catching some of the uh, women run that. Now, first of all, let me just say this. Anybody that does a triathlon, shout out to you because to swim the length that you do, to get out of the pool, I get out of the river, I'm sorry, not even pool, my apologies, to get out of the river, to jump on a bike and to ride so many miles, park the bike, put some running shoes on, and then run the rest of the, the length to the finish line. Chat, what? Could never. Could never. That is not my gift. Um, so a, one, a runner uh, by the name of Flora Duffy from Bermuda. Uh, again, Bermuda's never, ever, 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 ever won a gold medal. And she completely uh, broke that uh, after uh, taking gold in the triathlon. And I, I, I applaud her. I, I absolutely applaud her. Um, Great Britain took silver and uh, shout out to the United States. The United States, United States took bronze in that. La Flora Duffy, uh, shout out to you, girlfriend. That, that is absolutely amazing. Uh, and shout out to Bermuda. Uh, hopefully, I know she's going to be highly celebrated when she gets back um, to her country. Uh, and that's absolutely amazing. And that's a, a really great feel-good story. Uh, coming out of the Olympics. So there's more to come. Of course, there's going to be some more things that are happening and everything else out of, out of these Olympic Games. Hopefully, the United States men get it together um, and figure out to win some games and, you know, get a medal. Hopefully, they do. We, we just have to see. But real quick, before I get on out of here, um, Aaron Rodgers decided to show up for training camp. It looks like he's going to be staying with the Packers uh, probably this season. I don't know what it is going to be for 2022, but he has showed up. 37-year-old came in uh, avoiding the $50,000 a day fine that he would get if he uh, continually missed. I know that he missed many, a mandatory mini camp, and I believe that's close to about like $93,000 that he's possibly going to be fined. Uh, with that, so uh, I would show up too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, yeah, he's got stupid amounts of money, but who child ninety three thousand dollars? So yeah, so long haired, bearded, wearing the office t shirt, backpack on. Uh, looks like that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback uh, this season coming up uh, for the NFL for the the Cheeseheads of Wisconsin. So there you go, and. Got to end it, giving a shout-out to my Detroit Pistons fans. Our days in two days, Detroit stand-up, 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 stand-up. The NBA uh, 2021 draft, uh, it looks like possibly, and here's the thing, and people are coming at me on Twitter. Don't come at me on Twitter when I give my opinion. I respect y'all's opinion if it's not crazy, okay? But I don't put all my eggs in the basket because sometimes – these trades can go crazy, and then you see media people saying, you know, such and such a team is going to offer two players this 
a bushel of wheat and blah, blah, blah for the Detroit Pistons' number one pick. Uh, first of all, Detroit Pistons better never pick, never, never, never drop that pick. Better not happen. We better be picking on Thursday because I'm ready to put on my Detroit Pistons swag and represent my team. Okay. Second of all, we need all kinds of help, so we better not give up nothing. Um, it looks like it's going to be a lock for Cade Cunningham coming out of Oklahoma State. Um, he was spotted in Detroit for uh, a few events that was going on. A Detroit Tigers game that was happening uh, a few few days, a few weeks ago. And so people have been blowing up all my Detroit friends, my Detroit fam, Pistons fam, people that I don't even know there's Pistons fam have been blowing up saying it's a lock. He's visited. It's going to be a go. It's this, it's that. We confirm it. But you know how people, the, the media, people that are not media and their couch media and their dining room table media and their lawn, uh, you know, laundry room media and lawn chair watching their little phone media be saying that it's a lock. I'm not buying it until I see it, until Adam Silver comes out and says, with the first pick of the 2021 NBA draft, the Detroit Pistons, and hopefully he puts some gusto on our name, the Detroit Pistons, and it had Mason say in the background, Detroit basketball. I mean, he can add that, you know, put some flair to it, and they just make it happen. But who knows? I, it's, I'm not buying it until he, he releases his name out of his mouth, and then, you know, Cade's going up there, getting the cap, and then posing with Adam Silver and all that. So crazy things have happened in the past. I'm not buying it until it's sold to me. So who knows? It could happen. So, But it's going to be exciting. I'm going to be back on here on the microphone. I got some amazing, amazing things that are happening. Please make sure you subscribe at HeardThatWithMarisa.com, my one-year anniversary of this amazing show, and I appreciate the love and support that I'm getting from every single person that has been out there, that has gone to the website, uh, that has sent me donations, which is really cool. I'm going to do something amazing next month. I got my merchandise uh, that's getting ready to come out. Uh, I'm going to do something amazing with my merchandise, so I appreciate those that have supported me and have bought the first round of merchandise. I have more that's coming, but I'm going to do something amazing to give back to some nonprofit organizations with every sale that uh, that happens with my merch. So I will keep you up to date. Just make sure you follow me. I heard that with Marisa.com. I'm on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, and I'm also on the Twitters at Lovely Marisa T because I am lovely. You know, I, I, I love pe- kindness. I'm not a person that likes drama. So, but, uh, you know, sports brings us together, movies, entertainment. That's what I talk about. If there's something that you want to hear and that you want to come on this show and uh, we'll chat it up, uh, just let me know and just drop me a line at heardthatwithmarisa.com or DM me on the two outlets that I just dropped on the Instagram and on Twitter. And I'm also on Facebook on the Facebook page, Heard That with Marisa Tigney. So appreciate every single one of you all listening to the podcast today. And as I always, always end the show, Ladies and gentlemen, take care, stay safe. Yeah, TikTok, I'm just rolling on the block. Marisa Tickney heard that. Pocket show about to start. Heard that. You should know I've been entertaining as you go. You talk to sports and travel, yo. This the hottest pot show. Heard that. She got her shoes. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know, now you know. All you ever gotta say is. Heard that. Heard that. Heard that. Heard that. Look all you have, you gotta say is Heard that, heard that
be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Everything she says is truth. If you don't know now, you know all you ever gotta say is Look all you ever gotta say is Heard that, heard that, heard that.